Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to RLSH 2.0 Radio. I am your host, Dark Defender, the Dark Soldier. And tonight's episode is a special episode. This is in response to the COVID-19 or coronavirus. And I have two special guests here with me tonight. I have Justin Service from Team Honor, which stands for Heroes of Northwest Region. And also Red Ranger from the Emerald City Heroes Organization, also known as Seattle. Um, I'm sorry, Echo. My bad. My apologies, people. <laughs> and um, Justin Service, you're also from, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this right, Spokane, Washington, correct? Yeah, Spokane. Okay. I see. I cannot, I can never get that right. Damn. Um, <laughs> it's Native American, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Red Ranger, as I understand it, um, now you, you, you and I have gotten to know each other um, pretty well throughout the years through social media and stuff so um yeah but red ranger as i understand it you work in the medical field and um you have actually let me see according to what you've told me before here um you've had medic training um and also um and in that you've had nursing and clinical as well as martial arts and social outreach training correct Oh yeah, yeah. That's all all part of my background there. And you've been doing this for seven years total as an RLSH all together with um Echo. Yeah. Well, let's see. I got well. It's an interesting story. Um, I first started uh, in 2013 uh-huh. uh, doing this uh, just kind of on my own. And yeah. how I started was uh, to just do my my a, a small bit of my origin story very briefly. I started doing this just with whatever I had. I, I didn't have an outfit, but I wanted to go out and not be sort of a symbol. So I didn't want to show my face. Right. Um, and I just saw people in my community needed help. So I started with just doing food, water deliveries to food and water deliveries to the uh, local homeless. Right. And I just had a red Power Ranger costume on me. And so I started going out as in that. And, uh, over time, after doing that for a, almost a year, uh, I kind of got known in the area uh, here in Seattle as people started calling me the Red Ranger. And uh, they, the local people on the street would talk about it. And when uh, El Caballero and Dragon, who at the time were the main patrollers of Echo, uh, way back in its nascency, right when it had just formed, uh, they were they were still doing patrols and they would hear about, oh, are you guys with that Red Ranger guy? They'd be like, who? And then <laughs> just so happened one night we're patrolling and we're our patrols cross paths. And they said, oh, my God, are you that Red Ranger guy? And I was like, oh, my God, you're Al Caballero. <laughs> and uh, we we sort of joined forces there. And then um, we, we've been patrolling ever since. Uh, but. So that was after, but we only, I only joined Echo there um, after about a year into my career. So I've been with Echo for a little over six years and I've been in our uh, real life superhero or at least involved in the work um, for about, uh, yeah, seven. Wow. That's impressive. That's actually really impressive because I had heard about you um, in, in times past and the way I really knew about you was actually through um, Skyman and El Caballero and, 
the way I knew about El Caballero, well, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna mention how I knew about him because I ain't gonna go there with that shit. But um <laughs> I'm sure we all know that part, so I'll just skip that part. But um but I heard about him, Skyman, and then later on I saw you and some others. I think uh, uh Dragon and two other people yeah. or one of the person, but um, we've got but, a yeah. few members, yeah, quite a few. Um we yeah. can go into that, but and as I understand it, um, Justin Service, who is part of Honor, is an affiliation to Echo, correct? Yes, sir. He is a uh, uh, partner team, like a like a like a like a neighbor brother team, affiliate team. Uh, Honor is to Echo. I consider him an affiliate, man. Come on now, let's go with the official turn. Aren't you? Kidding? <laughs> <For sure. laughs> now, Justin Service, um. How did you first come across the Hubrilla Superhero community? Um, honestly, it's uh, from that HBO documentary. I saw that when it was running on Netflix there for a bit. Uh-huh. And I was crazy inspired by it. I didn't even know that it was a thing um, until that. And I was like, man, that'd be way cool. So I you know, got my little motocross stuff together and and tried to do my part there in Sandpoint, Idaho. And uh, uh, I, one of my first things was, uh, there's this meth dealer, uh, trying to be friends with me and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I entertained the idea. Didn't know they're a meth dealer, uh, until later through the police. And that's when I was like, okay, invited them back to my house and, uh, called the police in secret and got them arrested. Um, and then it just kind of took off from there going, stopping bar fights and, uh, little things like that. And it wasn't really till I got out to Seattle that like major violent crimes and stuff were like obvious. And I was, uh, able to be a part of that and stop drunks hurting people, you know? So. Right. right. I can that's kind of where it took off from there. Okay. Okay. So basically, when when you started out, it was like really like a almost like a slight undercover thing, and then you kind of became a little bit more naturally known later on when the idea of justice service came about. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. I didn't really realize the uh, importance of like inspiring others and being that symbol. So I just kind of like tried to do it, you know, there for a bit. Right. I can understand that. I can understand that. So, um, so buckling down. So, okay. Now I, myself, um, I, I know I've, I've mentioned this before, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to mention this specifically for, for the audience concerning what's going on. But I, myself do have medical training. I work, um, my, my main job is working as a CNA home healthcare, but I have EMT training as well as pharmacology tra- um, training from a local a, a community college and trying to get my credentials back as a BLS instructor for the American Heart Association. And I've, I've expressed this um, briefly to Red Ranger that once I get my credentials back, I am wanting to start a private, um, well, not really private, I guess you would say, but a, a side business of teaching CPR classes because um, teaching CPR is, is one of my one of my favorite things I love to do, and when I teach it, I make sure that all students are um, actually being certified because there's one particular course I don't like teaching, but there's two that I love teaching all the time. Um, but with that, 
um, all all this training, um, all the all the all the medical training that I have, and that Red Ranger has, and I know for a fact that Justice Service has been gaining some really excellent medical knowledge and training from Red Ranger every time. Um, Justice Service always comes to Seattle to patrol with Echo and stuff. So I, I know he's getting I know he's getting all the medical training as much as possible. Um, and so, but uh, Red Ranger. Um, You've got a specific um, specialty here, so uh, I'm going to let you um, now. I, I know what COVID-19 is, but since you're medical, since you're a medical expert yourself, I'm going to let you kind of share a little bit um, in detail as to what you know so far of COVID-19 and also known as the coronavirus, if you don't mind. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm no expert, that's for sure. Um, for experts, absolutely <laughs> look to the staff at the CDC and the doctors and excellent MDs that are, are leading the way in the research efforts and, um, and prevention efforts there. Uh, but I do absolutely have a lot, have, have experience, um, at least I think a little bit more than, um, than a lot of people in, uh, can offer in the RLSH community right now, just because I kind of have a little bit more diverse training in the, in the area. And I have, uh, I do, like you said, work in the medical field, uh, and I have, worked in the clinical setting and I do work in the clinical setting and have um, experience with, with infection prevention. So um, what I'll talk about first about uh, COVID-19 or the coronavirus is that it is um, it, it, you know, it, it, the, the type of virus, the type of virus it is, is, is a coronavirus. It's more of an umbrella term. Um, it's, it's communicable disease that the main symptoms of are fever, uh, pneumonia-like symptoms, shortness of breath, uh, uh, and, and respiratory symptoms like that. Um, people can be affected differently, uh, but the, the main thing to know, uh, especially what I want to tell people or people who are listening, is that in the way of, you know, if you're asking yourself, should I get tested? What, when should I get tested? Um, the things to look out for are those symptoms I mentioned, you know, fever and, and shortness of breath or pneumonia-like symptoms or, or trouble breathing or other respiratory irritation symptoms, um, it, coupled with knowledge of recent exposure to, or possible exposure to the, the COVID-19 virus, um, both of those criteria uh, together means you should absolutely get tested. Um, I will say that uh, if you are experiencing symptoms, that one of the best things you can do is, you know, keep hydrated, uh, you know, look for antipyretics to keep your fever down. So, uh, you know, over-the-counter meds like that, that'll keep your fever down. Um, and if you are looking to prevent infection, then the main number one thing that we always tell patients, the number one thing that I will tell everybody listening and everybody that I can is uh, wash your hands. Proper hand washing. Yes. Is the, yeah, it's, it's the absolute gold standard for infection prevention. We want at least 20 seconds of soap and water contact, uh, friction with the hands. You wanna make sure you're getting in between your your fingers. You wanna make sure you're getting all the surface area of, of your entire hand and wrist. You wanna make sure you're using the palms and your, your fingertips to scrub your, your nails and your nail beds. Uh, you know, all, all those little parts of the hands and make sure you're, you're doing it for 20 seconds. You know, you could just count, you can sing a little song, do the ABCs, 
whatever you want to do that's your mnemonic, but it's really important that we wash our hands often and we wash our hands properly and that everybody does it to help prevent the spread of the infections. And, and uh, coupled with that, don't touch your face. Um, if you are experiencing symptoms, absolutely use a mask. Um, don't panic buy, which is another thing I think we'll get into later that I want to get into. Um, don't panic buy masks and other things, but we'll, we'll get into that topic later, like I said. And, um, you know, use proper contact precautions. We recently released a video, a little um, PSA video I, I we did while on patrol. Me and, and service here helped me with it about uh, proper ways you can greet people aside from shaking hands to prevent the spread of infection. So other things like mm -hmm. that. So it's just about being smart out there um, yeah. and, and doing your part. Right, right. And, 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 um, so for someone that is taken um, for pharmacology, um, such as myself, I also want to add to this. Um, another good thing to do is also take um, vitamin C. However, um, and, and you can get it at a local Walmart or a dollar store. Um, but I want to make this very clear as to how much you should take Um Normally, um, what I normally get and what I recommend to a lot of people um, of who I'm with um, and, and in home health care, even, even in the past, when I've taught first aid classes and stuff, um, is each pill contains at least 500 milligrams. That, um, but, um, so 500 plus 500, that's 1,000. That's your daily limit. Never go over 1,000. If you go over 1,000, it is not a good sign. So take take a thousand each day daily because the high because and, and the reason i say this is because up it's, to it's, it's, it's been confirmed by it what up to a thousand yes exactly because and, and and the reason i say this is because and i've been knowing this for many years and and the cdc has i think believe i believe has mentioned this as well and the world health organization but um the coronavirus is more um, is more um, able to be coming into contact. Well, not not contact, but it's able to affect adults and seniors more than children. And the reason is, as a child, your immune system is at its peak, so you're going to be able to, you know, fight the coronavirus as a child. Now, unfortunately, I'm not a child. I know Red Ranger isn't, and I know Justin Service isn't. So <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> But, <laughs> but we're um, all healthy young but, men, so I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> right. but, um, but right. <laughs> so, so as we as we hit the adult age, our immune system will start to decline a little bit. So, it's more important than ever to really be on your A game with vitamin C, one thousand milligrams each day. Take. Take two per day. That way, your your immune system can be at its peak. Because um, ha having your immune system up and going, that's another way that you'll be able to fight the coronavirus and everything else that Red Ranger also mentioned. Um, now, I did see the uh, the PSA video that Echo actually did, and I gotta say that was actually really good. Um, the one thing I had never really thought about was the Wakanda Forever. That that caught my attention off guard a little bit. <laughs> Cause <laughs> we're not shaking hands that way, you know. It's a great way to greet somebody without actually touching them. So you know, we got to be conscious, yeah, conscious in these times, you know. 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Because um, because I mean, honestly, oh, the one thing I've always heard is like you know touching elbows. But then Red Ranger, when you said the Wakanda forever, I thought, huh, I just gained some good medical knowledge right there. <laughs> so I'll definitely. Be- <laughs> it works, man. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Um, one thing I will but, say, though, about that is, is you know, making sure that you do those precautions to make, like, you, you know, vitamin C, great for protecting yourself and boosting your own immune system. Um, but the, 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 the yeah. contact precautions, the hand washing and, and, and being smart about how to prevent infection, that not only protects you, it protects the vulnerable, vulnerable people around you. You might, you know, I hear a lot of talk about people saying, oh, this won't hurt me. I don't have to worry about it. I'll beat it. Or, or they say, oh, well, not many, not that many people have died. It's not that big a deal. But, you know, I, I would say that to, to people who are pregnant, who are immunocompromised, who are elderly, who, who don't have yes. the, the afforded or, or the, the, the uh, advantage of a healthy immune system, you know, it is a big deal. And there's many of them around you and mm-hmm. their lives are not nothing. We should absolutely consider them, too. Right. So it's not just about protecting right. you. It's about it's about protecting the rest of your community. So every time you yes. think this this is nothing to worry about, I would I would urge you to think about them and go wash your hands. Exactly. Exactly cuz see um cuz like uh, this past Friday night, okay? Actually this past this past weekend between Friday and Saturday was busy. Friday night was the launch of um, of a cam of a um, COVID nineteen awareness campaign that um, that my organization, which is the Justice Alliance Initiative, did, and we basically made like sanitary um packs and like 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 to hand out while also passing out flyers concerning you know providing good safe simple tips to prevent contact of COVID nineteen to everybody as much as we could. There were some people who were a bit discouraged about you know seeing this and oh man you know oh, they're talking about that virus blah 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 well you know what it's like this what if it was you what if you had the virus and you're and you're and you're standing there thinking like well, like what like what red ranger what red ranger just said a moment ago you know you know it's not going to affect me you know i can fight it well how do you know that for a fact it won't actually happen unless it actually ha- unless it actually does happen to you which you know i pray and hope that it never does but, you know, it, it's still a, a fine example to, you know, to consider, well, you know, maybe I should take some precaution in trying to make sure that I don't catch it. Because, you know, there's already been how many confirmed cases of the, the, the like as far as the, like deaths um, so far here in the so U.S. Red Ranger? I, I'm not sure about the current U.S. numbers, but of my last checking, which was, I believe, the 14th of March. Uh, so just a couple of days ago. Uh, the current deaths in uh-huh. in my area alone, here in King County, Washington, were 40 deaths and 643 confirmed cases. So, um, and that's just here in, in in the Seattle area. Wow! See, see that, see that right there is a good example of trying to, you know, trying to do as much as you can to prevent from catching it. Uh, or, or really, to be honest, having you know, trying to um, trying to keep yourself as well as others, like what like what Red Ranger said, you know, to you know, make sure you don't have the coronavirus, and you know, get get yourself checked out if you think that if you think you do, you know, according to according to the symptoms that Red Ranger said, you know, 
get yourself checked out. G- get yourself tested to make sure that you either do have it or don't have it. And if you have it, you can um, you see the two options that you can do is one, I recommend going to the hospital. Two, you can also self-quarantine yourself at home. But I highly recommend, and I'm sure Red Ranger would also agree, but I would highly recommend you go to the hospital. The reason is you have a better chance of possibly surviving the coronavirus while you're in the hospital because you'll have doctors and nurses around the clock to help treat you during that time period of, so, uh, of, of while being quarantined in the clinic or hospital. Yeah, correct? no, you definitely want to, especially if you are having symptoms, go to the hospital, but be conscious about who you're, who you're coming in contact with, especially, you know, what I, what I really have to stress is please, 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 everyone listening, follow the advice that is given to us by the experts at the CDC, uh, especially things like uh, we're talking about uh, social distancing. Uh, we've heard about that concept and, and, and yeah. you know, maintaining a healthy distance of six feet from people you meet in the store or on the street or wherever you happen to be. Um, it, I know some people might scoff and I've heard people say, oh, this is ridiculous. Why do we got to do this? This is so authoritarian. But no, really, it, this is about making sure that we prevent the spread of infection so much so that it doesn't overload our current healthcare system's capacity to deal with the, with the cases that are coming up. So we really need to make sure, especially like I'm telling you, right. for, for people who are at risk, for people who are immunocompromised, for people who, who are pregnant or, or on cancer treatment or, you know, what have you, or, um, and to, to, you know, prevent the strain on our healthcare system and, and our, current ability to deal with it. Because again, we only have so many respirator machines. We only have so many hospital beds in the country, right? Um, uh, we're doing our best to, to increase our our national capacity to deal with this, I think. Um, I, I can't really go into the politics of it all, but like, I, I know that that there there's a potentially high demand and the, the concept of this social distancing and contact precautions and and proper smart uh, infection control and prevention. Uh, these are all things that are going to help all of us in our capacity to deal with this uh, uh, virus outbreak and bring this to a healthy end sooner for everyone. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and I mean, you know, it, and I, 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 I've been trying to keep, tabs on as much information about it as possible um one of the things okay I, I, i'm gonna take a moment to say this because um i have mentioned this before and i think i've mentioned this to red ranger i know i've mentioned this to impact but i think i have mentioned this to you as well red ranger but i'm, I'm, I'm gonna express a personal reason why i enjoy doing medical so much um my personal inspiration of doing medical in the first place was because of my late father. Uh, my, late, my late father was a, was actually a eight year cancer um, patient. He died. He died when I was about fifteen years old. Um, I was homeschooled at the time, so so me taking care of him day in day out was easy for me. And I mean, I would take care of him. I would I, I would help him get dressed. I would help him bathe and help him with, with, with his medication you know because of him going through chemo treatments and stuff he was really weak from time to time and so um, i basically care i basically took care of him all the way to his deathbed and so 
him. So basically me taking care of him inspired me to be medical in the first place. And um, I, I take medical um, on a very personal, serious level. And I know that there are some people out there are, are like, man, you know, are you being, are you being too overly concerned or, or something like that? Well, you know what? I'm sorry, but it's, 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 I love doing this. I have a reason for why I do yeah. this and for sure. I want to help people. So, you know, yeah. And, and, and I would say that there's a high demand for people to be in the medical field right now, especially, especially during this time. So, you know, because, because I, I remember, I remember back in CNA school, you know, I was told by our um, RN instructor that, um, that, in so many years, I forget what year it was, but in so many years, there's going to be a very high demand for um, people to be in the medical field because they're really going to need it. Um, and so I, I've kept that personally in my mind for many, many, many years because I did all my CNA um, and clinical training during my junior year of high school. And here I am 27 now. So so I, I've, I've been doing this for quite a quite a while now and so but red ranger now i'm not trying to say that red ranger is old or anything <laughs> but <laughs> but um but i'll I, I just make it clear you know red ranger has been in medical longer than i have and so um and you know i know that he has more experience than i do but between me and him and other people that, that, that he's trained like js and skyman and such you know you know, having having good having good training, even 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 the most yeah. basic medical training can really help save someone's life. It may not it may not be a whole lot, but it's always well, yeah, but it's the I, I would actually say to anybody well. listening who's thinking about patrolling, you know, always at the very least, no first aid, no CPR, no BLS. If you honestly, you 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 can go and find a class near you, probably it, not right now. You know, like we're saying, practice social distancing. But, um, you know, in the future, you could find a class near you that will, uh, you know, you can get certified with CPR, BLS, first aid, all that. Um, you know, anybody can do it. So uh, I would say that at least that is absolutely essential if you're planning on patrolling and hating the streets. Because, uh, like you said, it's so important to know and to be ready medically for anybody who needs help. It's, it's this whole other capacity that you have to help people. And I think that's so important for anybody who's trying to be a public servant or trying to get out right. there and help their community. Um, have as many, you know, avenues as you can to help people. And um, it's a really important one. And like, and like Red Ranger kind of helped teach me is like, uh, learn what medical actions you're, you're legal to take, you know, because you can't yeah, just research. administer drugs to anyone. You can't yeah. like, you know, so there's, there's laws to it as well. And that's yeah. important to research your local laws and ordinances about that. Absolutely. And if your, your area has good Samaritan laws or, you know, and, and things about that, we, we can go in, in into, um, into great detail about that. One thing I, I did want to get into though, uh, uh, is, uh, in the wake of this coronavirus outbreak, um, even people who aren't sick, you know, everybody is feeling the effects because um, economically and, and, and socially things are becoming um, 
a little different nowadays, right? I think across the nation, especially here in Seattle and 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 in this yeah. uh, area here in Washington, where we've hit it, we've felt the pressure so hard. Um, you know, things have life has changed absolutely. Um, me and service were in the grocery stores just yeah. yesterday and today, and you know, a lot of essentials are missing from from everywhere. And I, one thing I really, really, really need to stress to people is when we're facing a crisis like this, it is extremely important to be concerned. And when I asked the question, yeah. And when asked the question, you know, how concerned should I be? Um, I would say a, a fair amount, a bit, a fair amount. Um, but it's important that we don't panic because panic buying like for example it's all over right. the internet you can't get toilet paper anymore um uh, it, it it's huh. it puts That's pressure on people who can't afford to hold, to to stock up or panic buy and it's important that we all think of each other in times of crisis is is really the point i want to drive home right now is that it you know it it when problems like this happen in, in our society, it's important to think of your neighbor and the person next to you. And if you're hoarding mm -hmm. all the baby wipes and toilet paper that would last you, you know, five years, if you were eating, you know, the most rancid burrito every day, and it would still last you five years, then, you know, I don't I, think about how much you're taking away from a, a mother who has, you know, a few kids and works on her own to support them. And maybe she can't afford to stock up on, on these essentials that you're, you've now hoarded. So I would stress for everybody listening, uh, especially, you know, even aside from protecting yourself and, and being conscious about uh, in, infection control. Um, be conscious about how this, this whole situation is gonna affect your community and the people around you. How are you gonna help? And I think panicking and hoarding are, you know, while it's important to be prepared, and I think everyone should be prepared, I think the, the message needs to be shared that it's important to make sure everybody is prepared, okay? Yeah, because a lot of where uh, yeah, because because a lot of warehouses um, that's supposed to you know distribute goods and stuff to local stores and market and supermarkets and stuff. Um, from what I've been hearing, a, a lot of the warehouses has been very low, if not empty. And as a matter of fact, um, in my local area, I just heard that there, um, there's, there's been a lot of food pantries closed right now. Um, and some other places as well. And from what I was hearing, this is, this is going to be going on, I think, until we don't know July yet. or August. We're not sure. And like so I said, it's important to this, be prepared this, I mean, for anything. But it's also important to be reasonable. Right. Um, right. Exactly. Exactly. Because... Um, and, and, oh, well, I was yeah, just going to say that, um, you know, we... we 
it, these times are uncertain and, and we can hear, everybody is hearing lots of things. And in that vein, you know, people are hearing, oh, this could go till August, this could go till April, this could go till whenever. It's important not to speculate, but it is important to be prepared. And I would say that in, in the, because this is such a hot topic and this is so such, such, such a, such a life altering topic for a lot of people. And uh, especially lately that, Everyone's talking about it. It's important to make sure you're not spreading misinformation. Not saying that misinformation is being spread on this show, but I am saying to anybody right. listening that there are a lot of people saying a lot of things out there right now. I would urge you to make sure you're listening to trusted sources on the topic, right. like our medical experts at the CDC. Okay. They're, they're releasing updates regularly on how you can keep yourself safe from the virus. And um, I, I think it's really important to keep yourself reasonably and, and correctly informed. Um, yeah. Right. And there are apps and, and there are apps yeah. for yeah, the CDC absolutely. and the WHO, uh, correct? Plenty of online resources there. Um, so anywhere you get, you get, you get an online connection, um, you can, you can seek out those resources at the, uh, World Health Organization or the, um, CDC websites. Right. And um, and if I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard um, because every now and then I listen to um, what's it called? NPR um, news. And I believe there is a there's a there's now a website. Uh, specifically I'm, I'm not to totally sure, virus, but right? I would imagine so. They're, they're the, the Like I said, the World Health Organization and the uh, CDC have released so many resources and are, and are watching this so closely. Um, but, uh, again, I'll, I'll, I'll just recommend to our, our, our listeners here that, um, if you are looking for resources, check, check out the resources they offer, um, and, and other trusted medical resources who, who really do okay. know what they're talking about, because it is so important to stay informed. Okay. Right. Right. And, um, and by the end of this um, episode, I'll actually, uh, we'll, We'll actually share um, links again to the CDC and the World Health Organization on our Facebook page and also on our Twitter page. And so, um, yeah, and <clears throat> I know that there are some. Um, oh, that that's one thing I was trying to think of. Um, and Red Ranger, you you can back me up with this one. Now, um, there's been a little confusion, at least from my end, about one of the symptoms of, um, of possibly having COVID-19 is the cough. And now, if it's a dry cough, that's fine. I, I, I really can't speak to that. Honestly, right? what I will say is um, that there are many sort of, you know, I've even heard it said on the news that, oh, if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds, then you don't have it. You know, that that's totally that's based in no science. There's nothing to support that. I would say that if you have any kind of cough wow. and a fever, and you have reason to suspect that you were recently exposed to the virus, that you should absolutely go seek medical attention and get tested. I, I would say it's true for either cough because I've, I've also right. heard that because it can man the, 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 spe the specifics right. of the symptoms can manifest themselves differently across different kinds of people with different constitutions and age levels and, and what have you. And, and obviously it's more severe for some people. Some people recover and some people die. Um, 
So I would, I would say with any kind of cough and fever and um, reason to suspect that you were recently exposed, you should absolutely seek medical attention and get tested. Okay, excellent, excellent. And one of the other um, things too is that naturally when you go to clinics, they're gonna, one of the top questions that they're gonna ask you is, um, have you been out of the country um, uh, here, here recently now, as of right now, um, the uh, President Trump has actually um, has issued a travel ban for the U.S. and I think a couple of other areas. But I know he did a travel ban for, for the U.S. Um, because of the spread of COVID-19 and also trying to contain it while at the same time trying to find a cure. Not sure as to what the as to what the cure is, if there's one yet, but um, but. That that is that's gonna be one of the almost gonna be one of the top questions that they're gonna ask you because um, I just I just went I just went somewhere today myself and that was one of the questions that they asked me at the hospital. So, but anyway, uh, with that, um, Red Ranger, was there anything else that you wanted to also add to this? One of the biggest biggest things um, as part of the, the continuation of the uh, COVID uh, COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of you know, say that it's the, again, these, these are uncertain times uh, for people who are listening us on echo and uh, I'm sure on honor mm-hmm. too are absolutely dedicated to making sure that everybody in our community stays. At- and we are still going to be doing our patrols reasonably um, with an extreme con uh, conscience and, and awareness about infection precautions um, and, and trying to help, especially people who don't have access to a, a lot of resources to help them stay safe as well. Um, one thing that I will say is again, um, right. nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. Nobody knows exactly, you know, how bad this could get or how bad it might not get. You know, it's important to be prepared. It's important to look out for your, for your neighbors for the people in our communities, especially those who are immunocompromised. And um, we, we, you, you just have to be smart about it. Listen to the proper resources. Don't speculate. Listen to the CDC and the experts on the topic. And we all need to really, really, it's, it's not hogwash. We need to do our part to make sure that we're keeping the whole community across the whole nation and the world uh, uh, safe as our healthcare system works to deal with the impact of this so that um, we can all come out uh, the other side um, as best we can. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, I want to, I wanna, of course, pay respect to the people we have lost from the virus. Um, it is unfortunate. And, you know, we want to put our thoughts out for, for the people who are currently yeah. dealing in our infected and in our confirmed cases. At the same time, we want to um, keep spreading that awareness. Um, stay safe, everyone. That's what we always say and what we'll continue to say. We'll be out there and uh, do the smart thing. Stay safe. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that concludes this special episode um, in, in, in response to the COVID-19 or coronavirus. 
Um, and with that, um, Justin Service, Red Ranger, I appreciate you coming here on RLSH 2.0 Radio with me. And um, it's, it's, it's been an honor having you guys here. Um, and with that, um, I think that's it for right now. We will see you on Thursday. Um, and, 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 and like we've mentioned in our previous post, um, this coming Thursday night's episode will be gear fails, um, sharing tips and suggestions and some interesting epic stories as far as gear as to what to carry and what not to carry on patrols as an RLSH. And I got a pretty good feeling this will be one heck of a doozy episode. <laughs> so definitely looking forward to that. Um, again, thank you, Red Ranger and Justin Service. Stay safe, Thanks everyone. And Have remember, our